I love SMBC because I've been a member here for over 20 years, and Pastor brings a word every Sunday. Ministry here is for the entire being. Uh, I love the way it touches the mind, the body, and the soul. Uh, we have women's ministries. Welcome to our world. I've gone to several churches before, and the truth that Pastor preaches about the word, his leadership, and his vision is just pure. Welcome to our world. What keeps me coming back to St. Matthews is the youth program. They continuously put effort into the young into the young mentors. Welcome to our world. Bienvenidos a nuestro mundo. sending your son Jesus that we would have a right to the tree of life Lord we thank you for the traveling mercies that you gave us to get here and Lord we want to thank you for ordering our steps this week thank you for watching over us 
Thank you for blessing us as only you can. Lord, we just want to thank you. And we know that we can't thank you enough. Lord, we want to thank you for our families. We want to thank you for our church family. We want to thank you for our pastor and his family. Lord, we ask that you continue to watch over us, that you continue to bless us, that you continue to keep us as only you can. Lord, we ask that today someone would stand up and say, what must I do to be saved? Because I, I want what they have. I want to know more about you, Lord. For all these prayers and petitions I ask in Jesus' most precious name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Come on, I said praise the Lord, everybody. He's worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. God is worthy of the highest praise. No one deserves our praise but the Lord. You, Lord, you are worthy.
Colonel C. Roy. is King of Kings and he's Lord of Lords. He's the potentate of paradise. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He's the beginning and the ending. He was dead. But behold, he's alive forevermore. 
and he's got the keys to death, hell, and the grave. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Jesus, I said, Jesus, Jesus is my victory. He gonna bring us out with a shout. He's worthy, 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 worthy is the lamb that was slain. Praise his name. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that's within me. Bless, I said bless, his holy name. Jesus is Lord. He's Lord. He's king. He's head. He's potentate. He's the Alpha. He's the Omega. He's El Elyon. El Shaddai. El Roy. Hey! Jesus is worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. Forsake not the gathering of yourselves together because we can only worship with one another to the King, to the Lord, to the potentate. Do I have a witness? We love you. Let's get the Lord a hand clap. You may be seated. This morning our scripture be found in Luke, the 22nd chapter, Luke, the 22nd chapter, beginning at verses 31. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee, that thy faith fail not. When thou art converted, strengthen thy brother. Our next scripture is found in Genesis, the third chapter, verse 1 through 5. Genesis 3, 1 through 5. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, has God said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, 
God has said, you shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. And the serpent said unto the woman, you shall not surely die. For God does know that in the day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Turn to your right to the book of Numbers, chapter 12. Numbers 12, verses 1 through 2. And Miriam and Aaron spake against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman whom he had married, for he had married an Ethiopian woman. And they said, Hath the Lord indeed spoken only by Moses? Hath he not spoken also by us? And the Lord heard it. That's the word of God for the people of God. Amen. Amen. After all the stuff that we've done. You love us because you sent us your only son. Jesus who died on the cross for our sins, Lord God. We sin in thought, word, and motive of deed. But because your love, Lord God, your love sustain us, Lord God. Your love keep us, Lord God. Your love keep us here every Sunday. We come here just to worship you in spirit and truth, Lord God. We pray in the name of Jesus. Not Buddha, not Muhammad. It's only Jesus, Lord God. We pray that you have your way in this church today, Lord God. Help us, Lord God, with weary minds, frustration in our body, things going around all around us wrong, Lord God, but we pray, Lord God, that you keep us, Lord God. Keep us strong in your will, Lord God. Watch over our pastor. Keep him, Lord God, to preach the word of God. Watch over the ministers, Lord God. Keep them to be armor bearers behind our pastor, Lord God. Strengthen our choir, Lord God. Watch over the congregation, Lord God. Keep them, Lord God, as you kept all of us, Lord God. And most of all, Lord God, pray, I pray for the peace of Israel. Help Israel because they're your chosen people. It's in the name of Jesus. Amen.
your presence, participation. Thank God for our worship. Thank God for our lovely choir. Let's get a choir hand clap. Praise the Lord. Thank God for Vicky and all of the others that are here, Brother Christian. Thank God for you, our ushers, deacons, and ministers, elders. Thank you. The Lord is good. Mighty good. Good to the last drop. So good. So good. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed. 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 Hallelujah. And when you don't know what to say, just say Jesus. Jesus. That's the sound of victory. Bless the Lord. Now, we, uh, we resumed our first Youth Night Friday. Praise the Lord. And I uh, want to thank God for all of our youth workers and everyone that was there. Truly, God is an awesome God. Praise God. I'm just thankful to that. Uh, remember, Thursday, I'm having surgery. Pray for Pastor, please. Keep that in prayer. And then uh, Tuesday is Sister Gordon's and I, 36th wedding anniversary. 36 years. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise you. Hallelujah. And I thank, thank God for my lovely wife. And it ain't been all bad. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Listen, longevity means something. Don't let nobody fool you. Amen. The Lord is good, and I'm thankful for a lovely, lovely wife. And thank God for our kids. Thank God for this church. And truly, God is an awesome God. Pray for Darling Walker, her strength. Pray, oh God, for others who stand in need of prayer. Just lift them up and uh, pray for one another. And uh, the Lord will bless you. Amen. Amen. Truly, God is an awesome, awesome, awesome God. Now, I would be remiss not to mention what's going on worldwide. It is not coincidental. Wars and rumors of wars. The Lord is about to close this chapter on the church age. And everything that's going on is indicative of that. Amen? And uh, so I just want you to pray. I've never in my life seen a time like this. Never in my life. Never in my life. And, 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 and the reason, and maybe I don't have a right to do this, but I get angry because we kept the rules. We kept the rules. You know, and, and uh, 
You know, doing top secret work for seven years, I ain't never carried no messages home. You know, and, and when you did something wrong, you in trouble. We are seeing lawlessness, which is, which is indicative of the Antichrist. The Antichrist is already here. Not the person of the Antichrist. The spirit of Antichrist is already here. And anything that wants to exalt Jesus, Antichrist, the spirit, is going to be against you. Can I get a witness? If, if you save, God didn't promise you happiness. I don't know what Bible you're reading. You know, God said that if, you know, we would go through, we would go through trouble. But be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. Can I get a witness? Pray for all of our sick and shut in. The Lord is good. And pastor loves you. I thank God for you. And uh, truly God is without a doubt. An awesome, awesome, awesome God. Amen? Amen. Now, I, I have Roy pray because he was supposed to pray two Sundays ago. And, I, and he was here. He was here. I just, you know, I was tripping. You know, got up. <laughs> and so now that he's back, I want him to pray. I uh, uh, want to thank God for him and all. Let's, let's give all these ministers a hand clap. Give them all a hand clap. Praise God. Truly, God is, yeah, an awesome, awesome God. Beautiful day. I love this weather. I love four seasons. Amen. Now, I was listening to the news this morning. They said the leaves are not changing colors as fast because of the heating of our uh, universe. I said, wow. And there's a lot going on. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. So we thank God for you. Pray for your children. You know what I like about the book of Job? The book of Job says, when Job was praying, he said, it could be that my children may have sinned. So let me pray that God would forgive them. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? Uh, So... Just keep praying and uh, keep standing fast. The Lord is good and uh, his mercy endures forever. And let the redeem of the Lord say so. Amen? All right. Praise the Lord. Now, as after the word, you have an opportunity to give your life to Jesus Christ. I don't want you thinking about it. I don't want you letting Satan... Put something on your heart that's not there. I just want you to come up and give your life to Christ. Amen. Our, our vision, our vision is not entertainment. It's edification. Our vision is to reach the world for Jesus Christ. Zealously living out the Great Commission of reaching, teaching, and discipling. Amen. That's what we're about. We're about souls. I want to thank a, a Jarvis for going out. Praise God. Let's give the Lord a hand clap for him. Thank Gray for the mighty men. I want to praise the name of Jesus. I just want to thank all of you, all the classes. Truly God 
again, is an awesome, 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 awesome God. Praise God. Now it's offering time. And God loves a cheerful giver. You can't be God giving no matter how you try. Giving is an act of the heart. Amen. And God doesn't want your money if you don't want to give it. Can I get a witness? Yeah. So we want you to be upfront, honest, and give what as God has prospered you. A tenth is a tithe. Give God what God is asking for. He will bless you, your children, your family, your resources, your future. The Lord is faithful, isn't he? Isn't he faithful? So as you gather your uh, 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 gifts, love gifts, our choir will sing, Church Amen.
Hold it before you bring the offering up. We did have an announcement on a women's retreat. Do we have that? Good morning, St. Matthews. This is the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Today's announcements are as follows. Calling all youth grades 9 through 12. We're going to the National College Fair at the Philadelphia Convention Center on Saturday, October 14th. The deadline to register with us is Sunday, October 8th. Pick up a registration form in the main lobby today. This is a free event. Ladies, it's that time to save the date. Our 2024 Women's Retreat will be held on Thursday, October 17th to Saturday, October 19th, 2024. Registration is coming soon. Be on the lookout for registration dates. Also, volunteers are welcome. Call the church at 856-629-4614, extension 2278 to volunteer. This concludes today's Amen. general announcements. Amen. Let's get the Lord a hand clap. Praise Jesus. We're going to ask you to bring the offering up. Praise God. And truly God is an awesome God. Let's stand. Offertory. All things come of thee. Amen. You may receive it, church. Amen. Choir.
the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, praise you, and exalt you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Truly, God is an awesome God. Speak to our hearts. Tear down every wall, every petition, every fictitious thing that we put up. Tear down that we may receive truth and be set free in the name of Jesus the Christ. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. Come on now. Come on now. This morning, my sermon is the devil is in the details. The devil is in the details. All the scriptures read had to do with the devil. And this morning, we will biblically cover the subject of confusion. For God is not a God of confusion. God is not about Confusion. Confusion is a conflict that collapses calm communication and comprehension. It divides, it deletes, it uh, defeats, it demonstrates the devil's work. And uh, Satan is called the author of confusion. He's, he's the author. He's, and our sin nature, our flesh, is an administrator of confusion. Rather than we take wrong or admit we're wrong, we will perpetuate a lie. I remember over 40 years ago when I when I got saved and I was struggling with sin, struggling with transformation struggling with living right, the Lord gave me a prescription because I was young in Christ and I couldn't, Roy, identify the enemy. And the Lord would speak to my heart and say, locate Satan. Where is Satan in all of this? And then locate my will. And I have used that formula for years. Sometimes it's me, sometimes it's someone else, sometimes it's uh, things that take place in circumstances, but confusion is not of the Lord. 
And whenever there's confusion, you and I need to identify where is this coming from? Some of us are controlling. Some of us are defiant. Some of us criticize instead of compliment. We find fault with people because we don't like ourselves. And whenever somebody's shooting at somebody else, the bullets are coming from within them. Low self-esteem, rejection issues, bad history. Striving for something they can't seem to put their hands on. Confusion. And some of our confusion is us. You don't you don't need to look no further than mirror mirror <laughs> on the wall. Some of the confusion are in our expectations. We've been influenced by an ungodly world, social media, TV, and uh, you, you know we got all these influences going on. And and and, and last week, last week, we we dealt with love because chapters of First Corinthians, they, it was a problematic church with 15 problems, 16 chapters. The only chapter that wasn't problematic was the 16th chapter, I mean 15th chapter on the resurrection of Christ. They had problems. And, and so uh, when you exegetically look at these uh, scriptures, they they were struggling with the gifts. Chapter 12 was the gifts, and we laid 18, 19 gifts out, uh, speaking gifts, serving gifts, sign gifts, which we, which I believe are no longer in use. And 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 then chapter 13 is the love chapter that all of the gifts is the greatest gift is love. Faith, hope, and love. Remember that? But the greatest of these is love. Love covers a multitude of sins. So we, we don't, we don't uh, use and believe in the love of the world. We believe in the love of Christ. Are y'all with me? Yes, sir. His character and his characteristics. Yeah. So the three words I used last week, and I'm going to do a word identification here was the my 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 first point was amen a submission of grace that's love now to me the minute I see that word grace Leroy it oughta I got all F's it oughta tell me not to forget what I was that's grace before you throw a bomb at somebody else, the love of God that's in Christ Jesus will not let you forget what 
where you were. Now, now I'm trying to do some teaching up in there. The one thing God does not take away from us is memory. We know what we were. We, we can still remember the episodes. I know you don't want to remember in church. And that's part of the problem. You want people to, no, listen to me, we're all sinners. You want people to put you somewhere that you don't belong. Yeah. I'm pausing purposely. Raymond Gordon, you can never forget where I brought you from. You can never forget the mess you did and how you manipulated, how you orchestrated. Forgetting is not in the equation of grace. Pastor Paul said, I was chief sinner. I was the chief. Paul killed Christians. He locked them up. And that guilt was with him the rest of his life. You can't forget. Under grace. Mm. Not only can you not forget, you got to forgive. That's part of grace. If you don't forgive them, God won't forgive you. God, God's word demands us to forgive. Don't forget, forgive, and then forbear. You got to carry people. You got to put up with people. Galatians 6, 1 through 3. If a brother be overtaken in a fault, you that are spiritual, restore. And it deals with three words. Yeah. Bearing, sharing, and caring. All that's under grace. So he deals with this matter of grace. And God says, that's what love really is. Grace. Some of us see and smell everybody else's stuff. But we don't see and smell our stuff. Just think about your motives that you manipulated to get your way. You lied, you tricked, you set up, and God didn't kill you. That's grace. Secret sins, that's grace. But then he moves from submission to grace, love, to sacrificial giving. My God, giving and expecting nothing in return. Giving. That's God's nature to give. Some of us are so self-centered, we only concern about ourselves. And that's why in the church, you know, from the pastor on down, you got you to gotta understand how this thing works. 
if, 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 if things fall through the cracks, you got to sacrificially give time, talent, and treasures. You, you got to have an attitude of selflessness. It's not about you. It's not about your feelings and your emotions and what you're getting back. Lord have mercy. He, deal, he deals with this matter of sacrificial giving, and, and, and we got to search and see what sacrificial is. Sacrificial means it's going to cost you something. Do I have a witness? Yeah. And then, and then, of course, the, uh, the third item that we dealt with last week is superior growth. You don't fall in love, you grow in love. You grow to supply needs. You grow to a certain biblical type of companionship. You grow. You grow. You got to grow. We grow in love. Do I have a witness? We don't automatically start loving folk. Folk are messed up. You keep looking at folk so long, you'll see something you don't like. Do I have a witness? We're all sinners saved by grace. So the love chapter talks about face-to-face, faith, hope, and love. And Paul says in that text, prophecy will stop, prophecies will stop, tongues will cease, and miracles will fade away. Now, the problem we have is that we don't do hermeneutical exegesis. No one scripture of, is of his own interpretation. That's right. That's right. You, you, you got people going through the Bible, pulling something out, making it a doctrine. It's not a doctrine. The Bible talks about a people, the Jews, a person, the Lord Jesus Christ, and a program, the church. That's it. And, and so when you begin to look at this problematic chapter of 1 Corinthians 14, there is confusion over tongues. Now, now don't, please don't, don't, don't start getting up. In Acts 2, glossolalia is the Greek word for language. There were 40-something nations who all came to Jerusalem for Pentecost, and everybody heard the gospel in their own language. That was the miracle of the Holy Spirit. These were ignorant, unschooled fishermen who were speaking, amen, other languages. That, that, was, that was the miracle, glossolalia. But in 1 Corinthians 14, there is a meditative tone where people were speaking to God and, are y'all, are y'all with me? And in this meditative tongue, they wanted to stand up in the midst of the church congregation, speak the tongue that God spoke to them through, listen at the hermeneutic, without an interpreter. And Paul said, no, 
I would rather you prophesy so that everybody understands what you're talking about. So that everybody can be edified. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so one of the problems was, and, and let me, let me, let me uh, move, move ahead with this. You, you, you can do what you want to do. Just don't speak while I'm preaching. You get out in your car, roll the window up. You can speak all day because it's out of order. Are y'all with me? So the, the hermeneutic was the same spirit in Genesis that was at Babel. God sent a spirit of babbling to divide people because man was becoming one and they were planning sin to build a structure to heaven. So God dispersed them by giving them different languages or, or different babbles. The same spirit that did that in Acts 2 is now doing the opposite. Amen. Through the oneness of the Holy Spirit. See, the argument is there are 20 books after 1 Corinthians, no more mention of tongues. It was an intermediate gift. So Paul says... When I was a child, I thought as a child and understood as a child, but when I became a man, when I started growing up, I put away childish things. Prophesying was God coming on the spot giving you a message. There's no need for that. We got pastors and teachers. Are are y'all with me? Miracles will vanish away. Knowledge, all, all of that was on the spot stuff that God, and, and if you look at the New Testament, no other church had these problems. But at Corinth, they were full of confusion because self kept getting in the way. Satan, self, and foolishness. So they wanted attention. Amen. And, and, and so the fact of the matter is, when we look at hermeneutically the Bible, we start to see some things that unfold that helps us with I don't make fun of that. I don't come down on people. If that's what you believe, fine. But you got to have truth to back that up. Do I have a witness? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, I don't believe that. Well, what does the Bible say? It's not your opinion. It's not your influence. What does the Bible say? Amen? Amen. And so one of the things that we that, that, that Paul does, now listen to this, Pastor trying to teach you, Paul uses three words to open up this chapter. Order, obligation, and outcome. Mm, order. The problem was they had an improper interpretation improper that was part of the problem mm-hmm. they, they had a problematic intellect yeah and they had a poisonous intercession which made them take something that God did and turn it into a doctrine yeah 
Now, let me talk about the God of order. God is a God of order. People that don't like order are usually full of hell. God is a God of order. Where two or three are gathered, I'll be in the midst. He's a God of order. And Satan is the common denominator. Satan, the devil is in the details. How is God telling you to marry somebody that's already married? Well, I'm going to wait on this. Are you kidding me? I, I, yeah, listen, listen, I shared this with you. Years ago, I had a young lady come and see me, and, and, and she, she said, Pastor, you know, I'm in love. And I said, okay, that's good. You know, let's talk. Let's pray. And when I started asking questions, she had been going to the prison to see this guy and say she fell in love with him. So I said, well, how long is he going to be in prison? She said, for life. So I said, what did he do? He murdered his wife. And you in love with him? You know, when we want something bad enough, Lord have mercy. God gave Israel the desires of their heart, listen to this, but sin leanness of soul, meaning it can't satisfy. Mm. God is a God of order. In, in Genesis 1, in the beginning, in the beginning, that's the beginning of time, God, the word for God is Elohim, the plurality of the Godhead. In the beginning, God created, Barah, but what is created, he called something into existence out of nothing. Now, I hear preachers on TV talking about you can call your blessing into existence. No, you can't. Oh, I would have loaded up 25 years ago. <laughs> Only God connects my helo. Lord, have mercy. And, 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 and listen, what God did, he called into existence something out of nothing. And then, listen, I don't know whether a gap of re- restoration or whatever your position is. Something happened. It may have been when Satan fell. The earth and the universe became a wreck and a ruin. So the spirit of God, Holy Ghost, moved on the face of the deep and brought order, I'm preaching, out of wreck and ruin. You know what God, the Holy Spirit does in our lives? He brings order out of our wreck and our ruin. Order. I went to the doctor and the doctor said, uh, 
started to say, well, you got to do this and you got to do that. I said, man, I'm tired of this. I said, I should have kept on drinking and getting high. Shoot. I've been trying to, you know, trying to do what's right. Order. God is a God of order. In the house of God, in your marriage, in your ministry, in the church, he's a God of order. It's not about you. Being seen, being heard, getting attention. It's a God of order. Miriam and Aaron, Numbers numbers 12. Miriam approached Moses, and see, Miriam was the older sister of Moses. All this because he married an Ethiopian woman. And she said, does God speak through you only? God speaks to us. So God said, tell Miriam and Aaron and Moses to appear before me. And he struck her with leprosy. You, you know, God's a God of water. Even David had to go through something. When the enemies of Israel was closing in on David, David got nervous and fearful in spite of all the promises of God and told his men, go number Israel so we know uh you know, the lopsidedness of this battle. And God got angry with David. It's not your might. It's not your sword. It's me. And God told David, pick one of three things. I'm going to kill thousands. And, 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 and David, David repented. But my point to you is, God is a God of order. And, 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 and I'm big on order. I'm big on order and big on excellence. Some people don't want order. We got order. Got an hour and a half to pull all this off. The choir did a great job. I turned to Reverend Jackson. What time is it? The offering, what time is it? Everything is orderly so we can get you out on time. Order. I grew up in an orderly home. My history is order. Dinner's at six, that's it. I don't like that. You ain't hungry, sit down. I remember them days. Respect, restraint, responsibility. We had chores to do. We had a job. You get an allowance. Come on now. That's what's wrong with these kids today. Some of them ain't got no order. Thousand dollar phones doing whatever they want to do. Ain't work a day. You working two or three jobs. Right. Well, no, I'm going to leave that one alone. It's tight. This God of order says because of your improper interpretation and amen, your proper improper intellect and your improper intercession, 
God is a God of order. So God, so the Apostle Paul start dealing with this matter of order. I want order in my life. And sometimes I don't always have order in my life. My emotions, my expectations, stuff is happening. Order. God is not going to let you do anything for him that, you, that he owes you. Uh-oh, that's a whole nother sermon. That, that he's, a, he's a God of order. We used to play them games, you know, you know my... My mother say no, I secretly go to my father. So I realized they talked. Water. Lord have mercy. Paul Paul deals with this matter of order to deal with this problem. And by the way, in your Bible, it says unknown, which is in italics, meaning it's slanted. That's not in the original Greek. That's not in the original Greek. Somebody inserted that. It's no unknown. No unknown. And, and, and uh, you know, when I was stationed overseas in certain countries, someone didn't speak English. And I had my little book, and I was trying to translate Till I took out a dollar bill, and they said, "We understand you. We, 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 we understand." Order. How much of your life is in the order of the Holy Spirit? Your walk, your wisdom, your worship. Paul Paul deals with this thing of order. But secondly, obligation. We are obligated that our faith leads to freedom through truth and fruit bearing and doing the will of God. Lord, fill me with the knowledge, Colossians 1.9, of your will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. That's the most important prayer you can pray for your kids. To be filled with the knowledge of his will. You know, my son is in L.A. and, uh, you know, the Eagles play L.A. today. So one of his frat brothers said, come on, I'm going to take you with me to the game. So I said, it's going to be 103 degrees out there. He said, nah, they got a roof. We got 72 degrees air conditioning. I said, that's interesting. The fact, the fact, the fact, the fact of the matter is, we are obligated by God to allow our faith to bear fruit. Sometimes it's God's will for you to give up the right to be seen, to be heard, to complain, to control. Sometimes it's God's will, you, you and I are obligated, Lord have mercy, to bless our brothers and sisters with edification. We're obligated to pray for one another. We're obligated. 
Amen. To stand in the gap for somebody that's hurting. We're a body, we're a building, we're a bride. When one hurts, all hurt. Obligation to the Holy Spirit. This is not about you and I showing off with a gift. You got to be seen in a certain context. You got to be heard in a certain context. That's not of God. That's just not of God. We are obligated to exalt Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. We're obligated. Not just, uh, amen, Jarvis going out. We're obligated to share Christ. We're obligated to come to worship. We're obligated to give uh, a portion, a tithe of our money to support the church. It's turning your neighbor and say, it's not about you. You're not great. You're not even good. to put someone else before us be careful of you receiving praise all the time be careful yeah there's a there's an obligation here so Paul was rebuking these people in 1 Corinthians 14 saying no no it's not about you the objective is prophesying, being understood, so that the church is edified. The objective is that everybody goes out the door, amen, listen, satisfied by the Spirit of God. Build up. I don't know what you went through last night or last week. Build up. Build up. Hmm. I, I was... I was watching the Phillies game early and fell off sleep, woke up, and I kept hitting my remote and I couldn't get it. I was hitting the same channel. I don't know what was going on. I said, I'll just wait till in the morning. The fact of the matter is, is that uh, uh, God wants us to be, I'm obligated to you, you're obligated to me. If if a brother's overtaking a fault, you're spiritual. Take your gift set aside and go reconcile. Yeah. Mm. There's an obligation factor. But then third is the outcome. Now, now let me stop pausing part because the obligation is passion and perseverance. We got to put up with each other. Boy, that's a feat. We got to put up with each other. We shouldn't speak against the body of Christ. We shouldn't give people the impression, amen, that somebody in church is destroying your conscience. The same God 
who blesses chastens. Doesn't he chasten? Chastening is a sign of his love. God doesn't chasten the world because they're going to hell. They'll be punished then. We don't get punished. We, Jesus took our punishment on the cross of Calvary. So Paul ends with this matter of outcome. The outcome is peace. If you want to know where you are, if you want to know what's going on, check out your peace. And the peace of God that passes all understanding will keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. My peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind it stayed on thee. When God gives you peace, you in his will. When God gives you peace, you can run a while. When God gives you peace, he's given you an interpreter. When God gives you peace, he's given you a power. Can I get a witness? God never promised that everything was going to run smooth. He weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. We are troubled on every side. Or stop pausing part. What do you mean every side? Marriage, ministry, money, children, health, strength, family, but we don't lose it. Turn to your name and say, in spite of what Satan throws at us. We don't lose it. We don't throw the towel in. We don't faint. We don't fizzle out. Can I get a witness? We take a licking and keep on ticking. Say yeah. Say yeah. Perplexed, but not in despair. Cast down, but not destroyed. Do I have a witness? You keep running this race. The word race is agony. Agony. We're running an agonizing race. Every morning we get up, we're wondering how we're going to make it. And then faith kicks in. Doesn't your faith kick in? Doesn't your faith kick in? He's worthy. I said Jesus is worthy. Jesus is my strength. Jesus is my stronghold. Say yeah. Hallelujah. You got to keep on fighting. We fight by faith. You got to keep on praying. You got to keep on moving. It's not about you. But it's about him. Now unto him. Who's able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before his presence?
order obligation outcome. Order obligation outcome. It's going to be all right. What the Lord began, he's going to finish. He will show up when you're least expecting him. He will give you the victory over Satan's venom. In some cases, he will heal your body. Do I have a witness? He will bless your children. He will order their steps. He will settle your mind. Won't he settle your mind? Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. And his mercy endureth forever. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Order, obligation, outcome. Mm. I would have fainted unless I believed to see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord and be of good courage. And again, I say wait. But they, what time is it, man? What time, what time is it? But they, it's only 10.15. But they, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. He'll mount you up with wings. Do I have time? Like eagles. Now let me stop pausing part. I got time. I got time. A mother eagle wingspan is usually 20 something feet, whatever it is. She takes the small eaglets in the nest. She brings them food. Or the father eagle brings the food. And the eaglets start growing. But the ingenuity of God in creation is that as the mother was putting the nest together, she puts thorns at the bottom of the nest. And then she puts the fluff on top of the nest. So as the eaglets get heavier, they start getting stuck with thorns. You know why your kids are 55 still at home? Because you never put any thorns there. Do I have a witness? Mom, what's for dinner? Do I have a... Mom, can I borrow the car? Uh, Mom, you got a dollar so I can go to the movie. Oh, oh, I'm messing up now. I'm messing up now. I'm messing up. Messing up. And the minute those eaglets start hitting those thorns, 
Then the mother grabs them one at a time. I got time. Takes them high and drops them. And as the eaglets are dropped, they are are furiously flapping their wings. Nobody taught them how to fly. Do I have a witness? And she, she swoops down with supersonic speed and a telescopic eye. She picks up the eagles before they hit the ground. Take them high again and drop them again until they learn how to fly. Well, every once in a while, it looks like God is dropping us because he wants us to learn how to fly how to depend on him can I get a witness in the Lord good what looks like pain is really profit God is doing something in the midst of your tribulation but they that wait on the Lord he shall lift them up with wings like eagles they'll fly and not get weary can I get a witness listen child of God even the stuff that's hurting you is an object lesson even the hell you're going through is there to heal and help you that's why in everything the Bible says give thanks for this is the will of God Thank you for the mountains. Thank you for the valleys. Thank you for the storms. You brought me through. If I never had a problem, I would never know he could solve it. That's what faith And God will surely do. I'm coming in. Through it all. That's getting to the end looking back. Through it all. I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God. Through it all. Through it all. I've learned to depend upon his word. Praise his name. Order. Order is pinpointing the problem. When you go to counseling, the counselor is looking for the problem. Not what you say the problem is. Well, the problem is my wife. No. You're looking for the problem. Isn't that right, Leroy? You're looking for the problem. Lord, have mercy. Obligation is persevering through pain. And then outcome is peace that passes all understanding. Peace. Peace. Marriage was not made for everybody. Go home and read 1 Corinthians 7. Paul says some of you need to stay single. Praise the name of Jesus. It's in the Bible. 
Sem muita água. Thank you, Jesus. The devil is in the details. God is not a God of confusion. But he's a God of peace. Let's stay on our feet. Praise his name. As every head is bowed, every eyes closed. If you're here this morning, you want to be saved, give your life to Christ, raise your hand. Come on up. Come on out. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. You want, to, you want to know that you're saved. You're going to heaven. Name written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Jesus is Lord. He's the Son of the living God. He died for your sins. He was buried. He rose again. Raise your hand. Come on up. Come on up. Church, say amen. Praise the name of Jesus. Come on. Is there another? Come on out of here. Come on up. Come on up. Don't wait another day. You may not, you may not see it. Come on up. Give your life to Christ. Officially. Satan telling you don't go up. He's a liar. The devil's in the details. Come on up. Is there another? Come on. We're waiting on you. Step out of your seat. We're waiting on you. We're waiting on you. Praise the name of Jesus. Brother Arnold, come on down. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming out. Praise. We love you. Continue to pray. Continue to be still. Continue to know that he's God. There's no problem you have that God hasn't already solved. It's already done. Turn to your neighbor and say, it's already done. He has completed his will. Peace. 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 In the boat, told the disciples, Oh, ye of little faith, did not I tell you we were going to the other side? Peace. Walk in peace, not in pain. Walk in peace, and the Lord will bless you. Now, enjoy your day. We love you. Have a great day. Jesus loves you. I do. Continue to pray for Pastor. Love you. Thank you, man. Love you. Jesus. All right. They go, my. They go, my. Hey, man. Love you, boy. Hang in there. Come on, darling. I love SMBC because I've been a member here for over 20 years and pastor brings a word every Sunday. Ministry here is for the entire being. Uh, I love the way it touches the mind, the body, and the soul. Uh, we have women's ministries. Welcome to our world. I've gone to several churches before and the truth that pastor preaches about the word, his leadership and his vision is just pure. Welcome to our world. We'll keep you coming back to St. Matthews is the youth program. They continuously put effort into the young into the young mentors. Welcome to our world.
Bienvenidos a nuestro mundo.